Ready, Nick? Let's do it. <laughs> All right, everybody, talk about it outdoors live in the Wilson studio. I'm your host, Alex DeBoard. Alongside me, as always, Nick Wilson, Cody Watson, and Cody Mayo are here, and we're ready to kick it up and kick it loud. We got a fun one for you tonight. Preparing for turkey season is always a topic Nick likes to chat about, and I'm excited for it. We got some coyote hunting. We're going to talk about everything. Y'all pull up a chair and set a while. Nicholas, what's that old saying, cuz, this guy that we always like to say? It's the countdown to the fly down. Is it, is it upon us yet? It's well upon us, buddy. They already flying down in South Florida. Well, they, they ain't flying down. They hitting the ground. Them TSS is sounding off, and they dropping like flies. I know, man. I saw a TikTok last night with Bo Brooks, and he said it was overly crowded on the public land, and he was having a hard time. <laughs> I can only imagine. Well, and I know, I guess it's more so the followers that we've gotten on Instagram and, and the relationships that we've built over the last year. Sure seem like there's a lot of turkeys that hit the dirt this yeah, weekend. A lot, buddy. I mean, a bunch, and um a lot of kids the week before down in South Florida took some. So, and we got to see uh, old Cuz was hunting with the sergeant, I believe it was on a on a wounded veteran hunt. That's right. Looked like RP's knife got shouted out there. Shout out to RP again. We, we always <laughs> got to get him right there in the front, especially talking about turkey season. Hawaii but, open too. I say I saw some people on uh, Instagram on our Instagram page. They were out in Hawaii killing some too. So, no albino. No albinos this time. Not yet. Yeah. So it's it's probably changed a lot of people's. Um, I know we'll probably get into it, but it's probably changed a lot of people's thoughts with this gas prices and soaring the way they are, where they're going to travel to. It might have might have stopped them a little bit from going places. So I can guarantee you that old Death Wagon Expedition's going to be parked for a few weeks. This is about broke me. I told somebody the other day I'd put almost twenty two hundred miles since January started coyote hunting. Just running. I ran up Tennessee and, and come home and. Well, I'm glad I didn't have to drive that thing to, to <laughs> Illinois this weekend. Would have been broker than what we was. I think it cost us what we spent over three hundred dollars in gas. Oh, easily for sure. Unreal. We had that conversation about you know it affecting traveling. What you know what we're going to plan on doing as far as the next hunt goes. Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, that is Mr. Cody Mayo, Dakota introduced, ready to be here. <laughs> we gonna call him Coda? No, Cody. All right. Yeah, let's yep. Cody Waddy, Nicholas, and we all over house. But it's everybody's here tonight, and we just wanted to do a little quick kick-around session, talk about what's been going on as of late, kind of give an update as to where we are as getting prepared for turkey season. And I'm going to go right into that and question for you, Nick. What is the first stop for you with that new Benelli shotgun you got? Besides picking it up from Moss Gun and Pawn and Jasper. <laughs> I pick it up first. I told him, I said, man, if you didn't get finished with it, it was okay. He said, I know turkey season's coming. I said, man, don't stress yourself. I'll take the 12-gauge. Um, first stop. If if my old partner over here would, would get on the horn with this guy he's supposed to get on, he's supposed to get us a little prime piece of hunting ground. We're supposed to take two young two young ladies out hunting, and those are his daughters. So oh, yeah. That's going to be our first stop. So he's going to be um, – I guess I've got um, summoned a call, and he's going to video. Wow, that'd be uh, a great – that'd be a great event to open weekend up with. I don't know what we're going to do. We, well, heck, well, we, we're kicking around the idea. We, I think it's going to happen. I just um, – I'm supposed to have a lunch – lunch with him this week so hopefully we get that uh knocked down and don't be jealous and 
I think, I think it's, it's going to be a great time. the same piece of ground that you had success last year over the yeah. weekend? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know what might be better? If we're going to take both of them at the same time, we might need a cameraman. We might. We might need. We might doing that weekend, Mayo. I'm a yeah. We might need. I won't be turkey hunting. I promise you. So, <laughs> when uh, does turkey season open for Georgia? March. The last weekend of March is a uh, youth season. Nice. Let me find so, that. So I don't know the exact date, but April second is um, regular season. March twenty sixth will be the youth hunt. Yeah, and it's just I believe it's just a Saturday Sunday. I don't know if it goes. I don't all think week. it runs the week. And then season opens April second through March fifth or through May fifteenth. Now, if you kill a bird on a WMA, let's say you go to a local WMA, kill one, you can't go back to that WMA. Go, all year, all year, all year. You can go to another WMA and kill one. Now, now those, you know, unlike some of the deer tags, you have to tag it yourself at that WMA, and then you only get one more for the year. Do you have to use, or is it a quota hunt there on those WMAs that they some tag of them it do, for you? Yeah, some of them, some of no, they don't tag them for you, but some of them are quota hunts. Okay, we actually got drawn for one. This was prior to making our plans to go out west, but we had um put in for it, me and Dad and Blaine, and uh, got drawn for it. But we're not going to be there, so nice. it's for the whole week. Now, just going into the whole scope of what you've got planned for this year when it comes to traveling, what what's on the radar? We're just going to Idaho. Um, we we got a week. We're going out there for a week because it's going to be a long trip. So we'll we'll be out there from Sunday to Saturday. Driving? No, heck no. We, <laughs> no, we're flying. We're flying. We, we're flying. We got us an Airbnb. We're really looking forward to it. It's all there's so much public land. If you if anybody's ever done any research on Idaho, there's public land everywhere. And we're actually going to be hunting a forestry service um, that we found that actually the Airbnb backs up to. So hopefully the success is good there. We get on the general tag, you get two turkey tags. Um, and I think I think they can be bearded. The only thing that I do have to check the regulations on out there is if you can hunt past lunchtime. That's the only thing I don't I don't know yet. Me and Blaine had that talk if we can hunt past lunch. So Does that happen in certain places. Yeah, there's a lot of states that you can only hunt up till lunch. Wow. And I'm and I'm not don't hold me to this, but I believe South Florida may be one of them. Wow. Um. Well, hell, I'd only want to hunt in South Florida too yeah, much yeah, no time. Well, that might be on year. purpose. I, yeah. I'll tell you something else I learned um, over the past week is you go to these certain states and you have to have a – I don't even know the name of it. Um, you have to have a tag. It comes like a little green sticker. So if anybody's ever watched the Pinhody Project, they've seen them guys with stickers on the back of their guns. You have to have that on your possession. I, I don't know if it has to be on the gun or what, but that's like your hunting uh, tag or whatever. You know, or, or license or something for that state. You know what I just thought of too. Some states you can't shoot certain shotgun ammo. You can't shoot TSS in some states. That's correct. I know um, upstate New York. You can't uh, Jersey. A lot of those northern states. Yeah, I need to check on that. It's always good to check your regulations for all of us. You know, <laughs> Get going turn. into these states we don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's um, you know, what part go- of Idaho is you going to? I We're mean, going- obviously you're going with Rusty. I'm assuming, right? Um. We're going to northern Idaho. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess ain't many people going up there. But we're just. Uh, we're probably an hour and a half east of. Is it Mos- Moscow? Is that how you say it? I don't know That's how they pronounce it. You don't want to go to Moscow, yeah. right? Now. I don't know how Russia. No, I don't know how they pronounce it out there. They got turkeys in Russia. Yeah, they've got turkeys. Hang on. There's one. Let me pull it up on the thing. You tell me. There's one. Awesome. It's a lot further north than you guys are probably going. Well, the reason I was asking, yeah, is for that. You said Airbnb, and I was just thinking if we ever pull that mule deer hunt off, um, 
Yeah, because it's literally... Try to tie that together. How do you yeah. say that, Alex? Moscow. That's what I thought, yeah. yeah. It's about an hour... Um, we're about an hour east of there. So we're like at the very... Like we're just north of uh, where Oregon comes into Washington. We're just kind of north northeast of there. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's five and... Uh, I think it's five and a half hours from Rusty's house. Okay, yeah. So you would be two or three more hours north then. Yeah, yeah. We're we're pretty good ways up there. Gotcha. He had gave us um, kind of a direction. He's not really a turkey hunter. Right. And then I got to calling the um, state departments out there and asking them questions. And and basically anybody that you call out there in uh, Idaho says the further north you go, the better you'll have. But the further north you go, the more chances you're going to find. You're going to get in moose country. And then you're going to get in grizzly bear country. That's right. So I found that I tried to find that fine line to stay sure. out of that. Ain't no way in the world you want to go up there tangling with a grizzly bear. Not at all. Not at all. So I think it's going to be good. The guy that we're actually staying with in the Airbnb said that a couple of people try to come out every year and rent his place, and they usually take some birds in behind him on that forestry uh, land. So it's pretty neat. So you got like a camp cook? Does that guy live there? You're staying at? Oh, I, I don't know. It's actually his. It's actually the guy's house, and he says that they're retired. Him and his wife are retired, and they do a lot of traveling. So usually, if somebody comes in, they leave. Now they have a side by side and a two dirt bikes that you can rent, but we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna rent them just because it's a little bit pricey. Um, Rusty's pulling four dirt bikes up there, so I may not. I may come back. Hopefully, have you seen <laughs> Rusty's dirt bikes? Back. You no. have you seen Rusty's dirt no. bikes yet? You no. may rent them other dirt bikes. Well, he told <laughs> I'm me kidding, he told me he's got um he's got a couple of adult ones and then he's got kid ones, <laughs> but he's gonna borrow one of his buddies. <laughs> he's not gonna take can, one can of you his see Nick on a Y <laughs> on a fifty on a YZ <laughs> with a Benelli strapped across his back. <laughs> Power band. Yes. I already told I, I I'll I'll save that conversation if we kill one, but we got something up our sleeves if we kill one. But I like um, if, if Blaine Loggins will pull that off, I swear yes. it will be the most epic footage it's ever been. Just <laughs> I am already so excited about that. Nah, it, it should be good though. I mean, any according according to uh, the, some of the people I've spoken with in Idaho, as long as it does, if it doesn't have a gate, you can ride in. I mean, if we get on some turkeys, we're not going to ride those things. But a lot mean, of lot of experience riding dirt bikes, you have Nick? no, not not much at all, buddy. <laughs> But I mean, I'm not. I mean, I, I know my limits too. I'm old enough to know better. <laughs> yeah, that's what Rusty told me. He's like, yeah, "You can ride a dirt bike, right?" And I said, "Well, I think there's a difference in riding one and being able to ride one. Yeah, on yeah, a yeah. Single track up yeah. a mountain, you know. Yeah. Can like, I drive one or can yeah. I ride one?" He said, "Well, I'll let you walk a few miles and let you know if you want that dirt bike or not." And I said, "Yeah, I ain't gonna I'm look sure like be on the dirt bike. Then. I ain't gonna look like Jeremy McGrath out there or whatever his name is." But I see him. <laughs> that's that's him. him. I ain't gonna look like that. Or what's that guy broke off his bones and? Done all Pastrana. Yeah, I ain't yeah. gonna look like him out there, but I blame my blame will. I, I, I can put I can put down one of them service roads. <laughs> but um, no, I think it'll be it'll be more helpful for Dad just because it'll it's probably gonna be a lot of walking. Does Jack, Does Jack ever have much experience riding dirt bikes? I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm sure he I'm sure he can. You know, he's kind of like us. He don't. He don't well, now I one, forgot but. about his back in the Hell's Angels days. When he, <laughs> him and John was riding with riding with one percenters. But if if we go out there, um. We're hoping we're hoping we get some, but if we don't, we may we may make a track back. I talked to Jesse today, and um, I don't know if I, I told did I tell you I bought that call for him. No, I bought him a trumpet call last year when I was up there. He uh, he said, "Man, I like that trumpet call you got." Sweet and, lips, yeah, no, oh, sweet lips yeah. is what he called me. <laughs> you almost sounded like him right then. And uh, <laughs> he said, "I like that trumpet call you got." And he said, "I'd like to have one of them." So I actually took his address down. I dropped a pin at his house and took his address, and I bought one from Kevin Dorsey and sent it to him. Well, I texted him a day, and I was like, because I hadn't heard from him. And I was like, did you get that trumpet call? And he said, 
yeah, I just I forgot to text you back. I'm I'm sorry. And I said, it's okay. And, and he, I said, you've been blowing that thing? He said, no, I'm hoping you and Blaine come up here so you can teach me how to use it. <laughs> so I told him if we if we had a chance, we may come up there late May. But I don't know if it'll work out. Right. But, so that's he, it. Just one one and done. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. That's always cook, cooking on a background. We leave it on simmer. I like yeah, it. I just got to find a way. Oh, don't let that grease get cold. You can't cook f- chicken with cold grease. I got to find a way, though. If I come back and it's Memorial Weekend, that would be the only time I could go. So I'm hoping I can slip away from work, be up there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. come home Monday. Do you feel like his northern – Jesse, this is – his northern place would be better than where you guys hunted last year? Um, I, I know you didn't go up there, but, like, just talking with him and – We did go up there last year. You went to his cabin? Oh, no, 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 cabin, no. Yeah. They, don't have, they don't have turkeys up there, really. Really? Up that far north. Yeah, all the turkeys stay in the southern part of Maine. Gotcha. Yeah. And he said you couldn't go up there that time of year anyways because of the mosquitoes. Oh, okay. Yeah. He said they're way worse than what they were at his house. I'd hate to see way worse than what they were at his house. But right. he said you couldn't go up there. That's why he wouldn't. He didn't even take us because it wasn't worth getting out of the right. – can't get out of the car. So. Yeah. Mm. That just blew my mind when you told me that. I guess, you know, never thinking about it. And we've talked to several people since then that, that have spoke of the mosquitoes and how bad they are. Well, the ticks too. And the ticks are so bad that they kill baby moose up there. So, I mean, that goes yeah. to tell you how bad they are. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're very, they're very, they're, like when we were hanging out at his house one day, they were like, the ticks were crawling up beside his house like ladybugs. They're just bad up there. Yeah. That's why some, that's why so many forest fires and stuff, people burning houses down. <laughs> that's nope, no, that's why they need to have forest fires, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. And that's why they need to go up there and do timber management and stuff mm-hmm. because they don't cut any of that. Man, that's crazy. That's hard to imagine. But no, I, that's all the trips I got. Well, you had a successful season last year in Georgia. You know, last year, three birds, and you was able to, fill out your tags for probably the first time in your life wasn't it it was yeah um excited i'm sure to hunt with blaine and and your dad going out of state and especially probably get some hunts in with hunter the you know, young hunter hunter maybe young. i don't know man we he always stay so dang busy he stays so busy i stay so busy and you know my goal going into this year is just getting clayton one so hopefully we get that wrapped up on april 2nd you better. We got a. Uh, we got me and me and him's actually already playing the second weekend in April. We're going down to uh, that club I got in, and we're going to spend the weekend down there. So we'll chase them down there till we got to. Probably not many people down there turkey hunting either. You they don't seem pretty... to be. They don't seem to be. <laughs> so, <laughs> they ain't doing much deer hunting down there either. Let, let, we'll find out, buddy. We're gonna we're gonna get on them hard down there and try to. We're gonna make something happen, but um, um. I want Cody. I want Cody to tell about his trip, but I also I want to before when Cody finishes his trip, I want us to go in a little bit like preparation of what people need to be thinking about doing. Well, um, you know, Cody's become quite the prolific turkey hunter himself uh, the last few years. He says he's always done it, but I've been hunting with him fifteen years, and the last well, two years I, well, is the only time I really. Well, let's knew just clear that up. Hunt. I didn't always turkey hunt. I went a couple times as a kid with no success, and because my dad was never turkey hunter. But when I got into high school. I actually started going with um, Goob and those guys. And who really got you into it big, though? Just, was it Nick? Did Nick really get you into the turkey hunting game? It was myself. And, <laughs> yeah, it was. You, uh, you yeah. wanted to say something? Yeah, no, he is. He's being a jerk. <laughs> but uh, no, he kicked the bucket. He, I'm telling you, like, what was it? Two weeks ago, man, he was kicking that bucket down the gravel road. Just should I go out of state? Should I go out of state? I told him, my dude, he's got the best opportunity. Well, anybody in the world that that watches TikToks, I told him we went to to lunch the other day, and I told him, I said, you know, hey, listen, 
I know we've been hunting together for a long time. I know we've been spending a lot of time together hunting and everything, but uh, I think it's time we hunt with other people. <laughs> and what'd you say? I said, are you breaking up with me? Y'all are done. <laughs> oh, I told him. I, I, and then I told him after uh, oh late a lot over here, uh, I had to spend waiting on him to get to the house and everything. I said, boy, I really needed that uh, trip out of, out of town with Cody Mayo so I could know how good I had it hunting with you all these years. <laughs> but, you know, we've we, you know doing this podcast, we've we've developed a lot of relationships, and I think the relationship that Cody's going to go continue to make with Shad is going to be going to be something you know and. and we all had the opportunity to go, you know. We're trying to do different things, and I can't wait to get back and drop me some pins. And yeah, I know. I'll go, I'll go back out there with Shad. Yeah, so he, like you said, he, you know, he offered last year. Um, kind of brought it up. It's like, man, y'all need to come out here, blah blah blah. And I kind of just wrote it off, and then I got thinking about what we say. Just go. Yeah. You know, and so I'd been messaging back and forth for months, and once again, he's like, man, you really need to come out here, you know, and. So I started kicking around the idea pretty hard. And so I just decided finally one day to just go. And so I I got in touch with him and we set some dates. I'm not going out there. So we're going to be in um, southern Utah. And I'm not going out there as long as you're going to be gone. Um, I'll be gone for, it'll be five days. So uh, four nights, five days. And They've got some really – he said we're going to be back in the middle of nowhere. And he's got a buddy of his, Dan, coming up to – I think Dan's his name. Um, and he's But he is bringing a side-by-side and a trailer, and I think we're going to camp in that trailer and just rough it, he said, for four days. That will be the best four days. Oh, man. I, he's been sending me pictures and some of the – Beautiful. The views out there is just absolutely ridiculous. So I'm just – I'm going to just be walking around my camera in my hand the entire time. But – Super, super excited about that. Like you said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get it done. Youth season. The girls want to go. Um, I've already, they were already like, yeah, yeah, let's go. So we're gonna try to lock that down. If not up there somewhere, I'm gonna at least take them somewhere. Youth season gives me an excuse to That's get right. the good If they right. want to go, I'm fine with. I ain't it. got I'm no fine. little ones to take. Yeah. So, so I'm on board. So, um, so other than that, though, I'm gonna come back here and I guess try to shoot my two birds. I don't even think I'm gonna shoot two here. If I can get one out of the way, I'm done. Well, I've got – There's a place. I just hope I can shoot one. Yeah, me too. I'm not being me cocky. Too. No, 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 me, me too. I just got a place that is piled with birds, and I will shoot one there. I won't shoot two there. And if I get to go back to that other place that I went last year, mm-hmm. as many birds I heard up there, I wouldn't mind shooting one more off that property. So, But if I can do it, I might not kill a bird. You know how it is. I mean, I, mean, I, just, I know. So, but I'm super excited about going out there. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to fly out there. He's going to pick me up from the airport, and then we're just driving south and doing it. So Talk about building relationships and how, you know, this was before the podcast had started. I had met Shad. Mm-hmm. It was on a crossbow forum, and he mm-hmm. had made a post on there, and we got to knowing each other with, you know, hunting with crossbows and not wanting to, to – or not knowing anything about it. I would made a post on the Raven website – you know, I had an injury. I wanted to get into crossbow. I know nothing about him. Can somebody make a suggestion? And he sent me a message, and then we got to talking back and forth. And I said, you know what, I want, I'm going to get his number. And I remember telling Cody, I was like, man, I met this dude on, on a, that forum. It just it seems like a great mm-hmm. guy. And it's became a friendship really for us all. We've had him on the show twice already. And it's he called earlier today, uh, and I, I called him back and missed him, and we got here. But it's it, it's just crazy, you know, the hunting community. If you if you allow yourself, 
because there's so much hate and animosity that gets thrown out there. You get past that stuff, you can build some great friendships and relationships. And just like we've told people, if you want to go hunting, just hit us up. We'll make something happen. Well, this right here, he's been saying all along. And hopefully it, it transpires to, to Cody and I being able to get him, you know, to hunt a whitetail because he's never done that before. So And he might want to come back off. here and hunt some turkeys too. Yeah. I mean, just seems like a great guy. And I, you know, I, if we drop us a pen so we know where to find you, where at least where exactly. your body's at. <laughs> yeah. You know, something that just came to my attention too, looking at your hat, we got to, we got to plan a trip down there to KT team. Yeah. You know, that's yep. going to be a yep. turkey hunt coming up for us again. And that was a lot of fun. And, Hopefully, uh, hopefully, we can get in there a little bit earlier this time and get on some and see Jason. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm all up for for the. Yeah, we got we just we got to plan that out. Man, have, that's a lot of fun. Well, yeah. we've got you know we've got something coming. We're going to be announcing soon uh, a partnership deal to to do our annual fundraiser for the KT team. So be on the lookout for that coming. And um, I, I think it's to me that was just a it was a very humbling experience, and I would love to get you know, one or two of the new guys to be able to go with us down there to kind of experience that as well, to yeah. see what see what it's about. Because it is it is something I think everyone should be able to see. If you haven't already went over to YouTube and watched some of the hunts from the KT team, make sure you go over there and do it and follow along with them on all their social media because they're a great group of guys. And you won't find a much, a much mm-hmm. better camp atmosphere. We really – that first – you know, we only stayed there one night with them. And that night we, we mm-hmm. ate great and we – you know, we did a show down there with them, and this, I mean, the memories we made there. Early. I mean, they become family. I mean, That's right. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is. We, you know, they say it's the KT team family, and, we, and they include us right there with them, and it's been a great experience. So, um, And that's something turkey hunting brought to my life that I never would have had before, you know, and so I don't, I don't necessarily care anything about thinking about turkey hunting, but I am going to try to go a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you to go with me and see if we can't get one shot with a bow. I just, I think it'd be cool to do, and I just want to try it and see what we can do. We, we can make time, son. Throw that blind up. I got it. I finally went and got it out of the woods after the hurricane <laughs> and blowed it away. <laughs> and, uh, I might find me a new job after this season, boys. <laughs> it's starting to eat me up. Hey, um, I was wanting to say this real quick. Um, I lost my train of thought. Um Get it back when, on track. When you're, you know, if you're thinking about going out of state and you have questions, hit us up. Like, if you if you need help, like, directing, like, how to buy the – like, where to find the license or, you know, where to find rooms at or anything like that. Like, we're not travel agents or anything like that, but we can help you. You know, I think I think my Idaho cost tag and permit and all, I think it comes out to 251 That's two turkey tags. That's your license. And they, they throw another, like, service fee or something mm-hmm. in there, whatever they call it. Um, and then I book everything through Expedia. So if, if anybody ever listens to this needs help with that, I think my South Dakota last year was around 115 bucks. I want to say the main over the counter tag was under, right under a hundred. That was including the license. So there's a lot of stuff out there already that people put out that'll tell you like what states you have to be drawn for, what states you have to be permit. Like South Dakota, you have, you can buy over the counter tag for like the Black Hills, but you still have to apply for the permit. That doesn't yeah. mean that you're not going to get drawn. That just means you still have to fill that application out and send it in. So there's a lot of little quirks like that that if anybody needs help with us. Two, yeah. 200 in Utah. Get your tags. and 200. 200, yep. yeah. That's one bird, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, make sure that you, uh, if you do got any questions, send us a message on Facebook or Instagram, mm-hmm. and you know we'd be more than happy to pass it along nick cody and i are always reading those messages and if if we get one that i don't know the answer to i'll get it to nick or cody he'll do the same thing and 
you know, get those answers. Cause that is, I mean, what we want to do, we want to help be informative with it. And it's, you can go back and listen to some of those episodes we've done with folks from other States and, and hear some of the challenges or, or goods that come out of it. Cause most people we've had on have been pretty informative when it comes to that. So, and out West, you know, there's so much public land that, I mean, you can basically just drop a pin on something and it's probably public more than likely, especially to states like Idaho, Utah, um, you know, some of them are just limited entry where the general spots are, but there's there's a lot of opportunities out there, I believe, and a lot of great views. Just yes. short times I've been there, and I'm I'm looking forward to this, these trips coming up. Um, something else I want to hit on real quick, Alex, before we jump over to what y'all did. You know, if you if you guys are prepping for turkey season, you guys need to be shooting your shotguns, and I know a lot of people are like shooting your shotguns, and you know it's just shotgun. But I didn't know this for many years that a shotgun usually don't pattern straight on like you know you have to side it in about like a rifle um the barrels usually warp whatever you, however you want to describe it just usually warp but um get out and shoot that thing get you some bird shot put your full choke in there whatever you're using I, I would get like a small piece of plywood put me some paper on it and i would stand like eight to ten yards away and that'll give you a pretty good idea of because of, it's going to shoot basically a round hole and, and you're going to see pretty much where it patterns and as you move further back you get out to 20, 30 yards, and you start slinging lead at that thing, you're going to see where the most of the pattern is. If you're, if you're shooting at that turkey's head, and you're, and you're, you're going to notice, you may, hit, you may hit 15 pellets in that turkey's head, but the most of the wadding may be down low and right, high and right, wherever. You, might, you want to adjust for that. Um, okay. It took me a long time to realize that. I was missing turkeys with the, with the shotgun I had. And, and, I, and somebody mentioned it to me, and this was probably 10 or 12 years ago. Man, you need to, you need to pattern that shotgun, and, and I had to get rifle sights for it. Well, now I've got this uh, twelve gauge or twenty gauge, and I've shot it, and I've got out to twenty and thirty yards, and it's shooting low to the right. So now I'm putting the red dot on there. So that's just very important. And I and I'll tell you, don't. And I know shells are expensive right now, and they're hard to find. But don't think just because you're slinging Winchester Super X's through that gun, and it's not patterned well, it may not be that choke. It may be those shells. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. go find you go find you know save your money. Whatever you need to do, and buy a couple. Of different, if you're fine shooting 15, 20 yards with a decent pattern, hey, by all means, shoot that. That's I'm not saying anything bad about that. But if you want to be a better shot, or you're having problem hitting turkeys, you feel like, or your gun's not shooting well, you need to do those things. Buy those different ammo. See how that gun patterns. Like Rogue, so I bought the Jebs choke. I believe in those guys at Jebs. I bought their Rogue ammunition. I have not shot it, but they say it it patterns very well with their choke. Um. On the old Browning and Vector Plus I had, I couldn't shoot Winchester. I think they were just the regular Supremes through it. It did not pattern with my Jeb's choke. Now, I shot the Remingtons. It wasn't the Nitros. It was, it was some other ones, and it pattered very well. And then I switched to the Winchesters. Were they Longbeards? Yeah. I switched to the Longbeards, and they patterned really well. So Funny, you know, we were over at supper the other night and talking to Mark and John about – or, excuse me, Joe – there was a gentleman in LJ that used to straighten shotgun barrels. You remember? Was yeah, you all heard this yeah, talking about yeah. that? Really? Yeah, he would take, he had fi- uh, feed sacks or sacks of feed or seed, and he would take a shotgun barrel. You took it to him. He was world renowned, and he would take and he would hit that on that sack of seed to straighten a barrel to get it to pattern better. And he had a, a crooked tree out there that he would put that shotgun barrel in and bend it to straighten it out. Wouldn't he, Nick? They, yeah. t- they was telling that story. Mm-hmm. And imagine him out there with that Benelli, just 
Corkin. I mean, he he he, he fixed it. I mean, and that's what they said that he was really? world renowned for that. And you know, that's something. Next time you go over at Lonnie's, I want you to ask him about that. See if you if he knew that guy. I'm sure he did. If he was old school as Lonnie is, yeah. that may be something to ask him about. You know, yeah. just to get the story on it because I'd love to know the name or whatever of the guy. A lot of people think just a shotgun. You just pull it out, and it's. I mean, because it's mm-hmm. it's blowing out a pattern. You know, you think it's on, but it's. Just put those it's three not. and a halfs in that eight thirty five letter. I mean, don't you get me blow wrong. the door down. You you can kill them, but if you want to be, you know, a, a better shot or more ethical, whatever you want, however you want to describe it, I would definitely go out and start patterning that gun. And I would shoot bird shot through that gun at least out to twenty and thirty yards and see what it does. Don't waste all those. Don't waste all those turkey loads and blow your arm halfway off because them things will kick you. That's right. Because me and Nick been going back for a while because I bought a new shotgun too and I've been shooting it and. I thought, man, that looks good, like to me. And Nick said, I wouldn't be happy with that. So it's all about because it's shooting just a little bit to the left. Well, you think you think about this. You think, man, I, you go out turkey hunting. Say you went out turkey hunting tomorrow, and you had this bird, and you worked that bird up, and it took you two hours to get that bird in here, and you shot and missed that bird. Well, I mean, it ain't, oh, I, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I mean, you go through a lot of work. Which I told you this, and I ain't scared to say it. You know, I've never patterned a shotgun. I've just and a lot of people uh, don't, man. Yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of old school people. I mean, my my uncle still uses a single shot. I mean, that's what he uses. It not it's not choked. It's just a full barrel, you know. Yeah. And that's what he kills turkeys with. I'm not saying that that's not no that I you know. can't do yeah. that. But if you're wanting to be, yeah. become a more you want to step you know, your game up, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you want to set if you want to sit in the blind and chirp well, three these, times and sit there and wait on the turkey. Well, these guns now with the correct choke and the correct ammo, I mean, they're shooting birds 60, 70 yards with 20 gauges. So if you want to be dialed in and you want to be able to do that then yeah i think you gotta yeah put in the prep i'm not gonna shoot one no past 40 no i mean that's that's kind of my limits i'm not gonna do that to the bird i don't feel like that's right and i won't knock anybody if they want to do it past there if they 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 got the capability but it's just it's just being more ethical i think you know it's just like shooting your bow you're gonna shoot your bow all summer to get ready for fall or maybe even before then to make better shots that um uh cuz made a post the other day about some guys i don't know who they are but they're a, saw a, that. a gun salesman and they're they're taking a gun and a choke and the ammunition and they're selling it as a package pre-sided in they're basically patterning it i had a red dot on it too yeah. pretty good deal on it wasn't too bad i mean it was like 1600 1700 bucks for it but it was a red dot it was everything built and was it it was it a benelli or a Franke? I actually think it was a Winchester. Could have been, yeah. yeah, yeah I actually yeah. think it was a Winchester. Pretty 20. nice looking shotgun, but yeah. I actually told that guy at Mosses about that yesterday. I was telling him that people were doing that and pattern guns and just shipping it out. But again, that that's that's cool and stuff, but I also feel like it takes it kind of thinks it makes me think, are we really that busy in our day to day life that we can't slow down to do our own? Yeah, well, absolutely. There's people <laughs> out there that are, that think they are. They're yeah. gonna do that. And but at the same respect. You got a guy that lives in a subdivision that knows nobody that has no opportunity to go out Very and shoot true. a gun other than going to a gun range. He doesn't know what he's doing. It is a good thing for a gentleman like that that doesn't have the capabilities like we do. We all grew up shooting, mm-hmm. and a lot of our friends did. We've got a pastor somewhere. Hey, I'm gonna come over and shoot with shotgun <laughs> a while. All right, come on. They may not have that, so not to. to deter someone that wants to do that but you are right it is i, I thought about it i'm like Ooh, boy, it'd be nice right there you just get it out of the box you know what talk about it outdoors we need to do what's that we need to do a turkey shoot yeah that'd i be thought fun. about that that'd be fun yeah. 
Somebody and, mentioned a turkey and, shooter and, and, and give away something. As long as Webb don't come. Is he a shooter? Son, he's got a shotgun. <laughs> him and him and Riley are banned from all the ones over there in Barnes really? County. Yeah, they can't even shoot over there no more. They win they, everything. Him, but, Jason, go over there, they win all the turkeys. They still give them a gift card, run down there to IGA and get a They ham. was giving away real turkeys, like frozen turkeys. <laughs> oh. And what Rhino had so many, they couldn't even fit them in the freezer. <laughs> Yeah, that happened back when when we was running around deer hunting together. It was they was I mean they was spending some big money on on some shotguns too. Yeah, I uh Stony down in Florida, he's got one and he's talked about them winning. It's got like a thirty inch barrel and it's, it's a bad son of a gun. Those people offered him big money for it. That's that's a big thing that's not around anymore. No, it's not. I think Sue Talley still does it. Um, down at the Baptist Church, they they've done it and. I, that's really the only one I know of around. There's some up in Ella J. Well, and I think, I think Big Springs over in Hicker, Hicker Flat, they do it every year. I know that them Haw- the Hawkins put that on every year. I mean, I always done it when I was a kid, and it was something fun to go Gosh, go yeah. do and shoot. You know, they had the pellets. One, you know where the uh, the, the uh, power plant is new on 140 there across from Callahan's? Mm-hmm. That's the only turkey shoot I ever went to. Me and Dad went down there. I took a, I had an 870 ex- Express uh, 12 gauge. Me and Dad went down there with that thing, and I won a turkey. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I still, I may still have that uh, picture of the turkey head that I won it with. I may still have that thing. Let's get that going. Let's yeah, get that. Let's get that. That's a good idea for sure. Social yeah. media, right let's there. Let's do it after. Um, let's do it after turkey season. <laughs> Where are we gonna do it at? I, I don't know. Cody's. Yeah. Your house? Going to, I ain't doing it at my house. I ain't being uh, responsible for that insurance claim. <laughs> That's yeah, all I need somebody up. to get. Yeah. <laughs> we call Larry. That may be a good thing to have over at the Lou Ellen farm. We could. We could. We could probably rent Garland Mountain. I don't know. Something. Somebody went and talked to them. Just something neat to, to do. <laughs> it's wild to think, though. Like, I've never thought about a shotgun locking ammo. Like, you hear a lot of people talk about rifles. You know, mm-hmm. each in, just random, each individual rifle, rifle is going to lock different you know rounds different ammo i've never thought about it with a shotgun yeah i just think it throws it out different however it's however it's coming out of the wadden or whatever yeah until nick mentioned it i was literally going to shoot my gun just make sure it was cycling good and everything he's like man you need to pattern that thing and i was like okay (laughs) and i did and then i started sending him pictures and i was like well it is shooting a little left but i told him for now i'm not going to Got to slow down and spend like said, a little money like right said, now. It ain't, I mean, it ain't a big deal. If you, bring, no. it up, bring it up our house if it's shooting a little left, and I got some sacker in the garage. Yeah. We'll I got a tree and, yeah, a couple of bags of grass. We'll beat the but I tell you what, wouldn't that be a cool thing to figure out, to know who did that and figure out how to do that in this generation? Straighten the shotgun I just barrels? I to witness it. The, the theory behind it? <laughs> he's, he's talking about doing a turkey shoot. <laughs> he's talking about bending barrels. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it'd be – <laughs> yeah, I it's think like a, it'd be cool. I mean, it's, yeah, be something neat. I don't know, whatever. Alex Debor's gun bending, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to Debor's gun bending. <laughs> if it ain't straight, we can fix it. <laughs> Why well, it'll be shoot? Well, this thing won't shoot up. Well, it was bent when it got here. I can't fix it. <laughs> Why'd you bring it to me? I would say the rest of the preparation, just making sure you got everything in your bag. You know. Yeah, that's what I would I would be looking for. I've already cleaned mine out and make sure I got everything, batteries for lights and whatever else I may need. I say another thing too is get if you are going out west somewhere, you better be prepared if you really want to hunt and you really want to walk and put on the miles. You better prepare yourself a little bit. I mean, you're not going to be used to the altitude change and Mm-mm. old I, lungs be. <laughs> if I asked you one piece of advice for a turkey hunter, what would it be? One piece of advice? Yeah. Well, one piece of advice, I'd say be patient. 
Yeah. That's only because I learned that really last year. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah. That's what um, Cus Strickland asked Harold Knight last week on his podcast. What did he say? And that was his, what his answer was. Oh, really? Was, Learn to be patient in the turkey woods. Learn patience more than anything. You Learn. know what mine would be? Don't tell you, listen to you, buddy, when he tells you to move. God, he's going to hold that over. I was 16. What was I, 16, 17? Oh, you was grown. Bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might have been. I wasn't too old. No. I was, was under 20. Yeah, we was 18. I might have been 17, 16. Brandon was living with Red. Well, so That's I where mean, I picked you up at, wasn't it? I don't remember. He tell you not to move and you moved? No, we we didn't know. I didn't know the land. Oh, so yeah. the bird was going away from us, and and that was wasn't there a big creek down there? I don't remember. Yeah, I remember. Maybe. I remember where we was at. I remember the whole there wasn't setup. a big creek. That's a little branch. I remember the whole setup, and the turkey was going. I thought the turkey was going away from us, so we was going to move off the end of this ridge. Yeah, I didn't realize the turkey was going down, down the lead, to come up. Oh, I got you. The other side of the hill was. I guess it was too steep, so he walked the flat ground, and when he did, he came up the holler behind us. He walked right up there where I called. And Alex has got around. Alex got around on his knees, and was and we watched the turkey go right back down that bottom where he, he came perk, from. Perk, gone. I, was, I, I thought I could jump up and shoot you because we set up on the hill. And we went off the end of the lead where it yeah. rolled off to the creek, and I thought he'd come up right there. We didn't. He come up behind us. We're looking this way, dude. He come right up behind us and gobbles. I'm like, Crap. you know what's funny about that spot? That that's the only the that's two times I've had a chance to kill a turkey have was in that same exact spot. It was, uh, I was with Marvin Poole one time, and they come in and got behind a log, and I couldn't see him. Marvin was laying behind that log, pointing. And I'm like, I see him. What do you want me to do, shoot you? I mean, the turkeys was right yeah. there on top of him. I mean, they was he's pointing. Blistered and I'm the right there. I've got the gun. I mean, it's right over him. And, and I, he's pointing like, go ahead and shoot. And I'm like, I don't think you want to do that. I don't understand. The turkey's right there. Well, that's a good, that's a good point because I use um, – I use that. I use hunt stand. You know, y'all heard us say that before. We ain't have that back then. No, but I use that a lot now mm-hmm. to figure out where that Turn. bird's going to yeah. travel, and and that, that's so that's such a useful tool. Turkey hunting it helps me set up. Like if I hear a bird, I pick my path out to walk. That's what I use to figure out how I'm going to walk there. Well, it's awesome too if you go to roost turkeys in the evening. You know, yeah. you can be like, and then you got you know you got to walk a mile back to camp or something like that. You're not going to remember exactly what tree or area he's in and so. boys back in the day did yeah they could no. walk you to the dang spot the woodsman that's right yeah. that's something we've lost a lot with these apps and we've maps got. and stuff like that's woodsman woodsmanship little i'll agree 100 100 on that that's something that we was talking about <laughs> but I, I bet most of them would like to have them apps. i guarantee you yeah. <laughs> well i tell you what i believe i was here at one time <laughs> in my life and you, oh yeah i was here two and a half weeks ago i was sitting under that tree i actually took a pee right over there they tie a ribbon around the tree but well, that's that's enough of turkey hunting Let's get into the the adventure. Let's get, let's the adventure the, to the yeah. northern ground on a coyote adventure. We, yeah, we're gonna switch. We're gonna switch gears here and oh God. back it back down and put it in overdrive and head up to Illinois. So we had an opportunity to go uh, hunt with a gentleman earlier this year. Um, Josh and I did back in February. We couldn't go because of snow. Um, Mayo and I had already kind of dialed it up that we were going to go up there and and hunt on some property that he had. Um, and for us, we had had we've had great success in Georgia this year, predator hunting for us. I mean, I, I felt like this was one of the most. It's been one of the most successful and fun years in coyote hunting I've ever had. I mean, it's for me, it was just we've went every weekend. I mean, we've went through the week. We've been going. We've killed twenty dogs up here in North Georgia, and 
for me, we probably could have killed more, but I want to call them in. And that's yeah. something we've really, I've stressed this year. Let's call them in closer. Let's get them in as close as we can. Well, that theory would have would have applied great early in the season, and it worked. I mean, we were able to get them close. We were able to get them killed. I mean, I'm no sharpshooter, so I'm 200 yards and in. It's pretty much dead. I mean, we're going to kill it. But in any case, we loaded up uh, Thursday and lit out uh, for Illinois, and, and we took the opportunity to go, and we got there with the tension. We were going to just – the whole way there, we're, <laughs> we're going to tailgate stack them, Jack. We got kill dead dogs. Yes, it's gone. We're going we to load them up, and I'll be honest with you, we got there, we rode around and looked at the property, we got our stuff unloaded, and we drove all day, you know, to get there, and then we immediately, we didn't need anything, and we, we actually <laughs> left and went to the first spot to hunt, and they fired up. I'm talking about played the call, and boom, right on top of us. I was like, oh my God. For the first five minutes, 200 yards out, and I'm, I'm thinking, it's true. Yeah, like, it's, it's true. true. They're it's, everywhere. It's, yeah. They're everywhere here. We're fixing to just hammer on them. Well, they didn't come in. And we're like, well, what happened? You know, whatever. We're we're good. We're good. We're all excited and everything. We've spent time. We've looked at them. So we load up and we Y'all leave. never even got them in the scope. No, they were they were two hundred yards in the woods. They never came into the field. And and we learned something this weekend. The last part of the morning on on Saturday morning that I wish we had known <laughs> the, then. The last thirty minutes of a how many hours? Uh, it was a well. We'd hunted twenty. We'd hunted. I don't know, a lot of hunting, a, a lot of hunting. We'd, we'd spend a lot of time hunting. <laughs> and But we leave there, and I told him, I said, man, we ain't eat nothing. I'm starving to death. Is there a store? Oh, yeah, there's a store up here. Store was closed. But the old trusty DG was still open. So we wheel into Dollar General with 10 minutes left to close, go inside just to get us a snack. We wind up with a loaf of bread, <laughs> pack of bologna, mayonnaise. Mm. What kind of mayonnaise? Uh, it wouldn't blue plate. Blasphemy. Hellman's. Oh. <laughs> it was it was all they had and i said well I got mustard no it had that. well i agree i agree i said when we got outside i should have just got a thing of mustard this sucks it was hellman's and miracle whip so i had to go with hellman's i can't believe you didn't do pb and j well that you didn't want to spread it I, I well i don't know at, in the that, moment baloney was calling her name uh, baloney looked good cut. yeah and i didn't buy cheap cheese i bought Velveeta. i got i like cheese <laughs> hey is that cheese and baloney still in your cooler i just thought no, about I that got it out. okay you should have seen the water though. you didn't want the clover that, valley uh, the baloney have some bologna water going on in that cooler it was nasty <laughs> Them always taste good on top of a cold beverage when it dries. Yeah, good good bologna water. <laughs> it was salty. But here's what's funny. We go inside, and the girl behind the counter, this is what was funny. We go in there, and, and I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. We're trying to hurry and get out of here. We're buying snacks and drinks and everything. And uh, we're standing there, and uh, what do y'all do? And, you know, we're dressed to, in our garb. Ask, y'all wear all that Oh, shit yeah, yeah, we oh, got God. all our garb on. She's like, what are y'all doing? I'm like, well, we're up here coyote hunting. She said, well, y'all should just hunt right here in the parking lot. We hear them right here across the road all the time. And well, no, of course, Cody's like, 10 minutes before we pulled up, yeah, they were in the park. Yeah. Cody's like, well, we can, let's go here and play the call. I'm like, we, no, we're not playing the call in the parking <laughs> lot, you dummy. But she goes, I said, where are you from? You from up here? And she said, um, no, I'm not from up here. I'm, I'm from, uh, I live in North Carolina. Now we're we're I don't know how far from North Carolina we are, and I said uh, so you you work in Illinois and live in in North Carolina. She said yeah. Oh uh, no, well yeah. She said I just got a job up here to pay my insurance, and I'm thinking <laughs> so the whole scope of this, and, and we go outside and um, you're still trying to figure out how that. Well, Mulkey's first cousin pulls up in a five-speed uh, Ford Aerostar with a, a rusty falling out of it, and he gets out, and 
He runs he over the, the curb. Yeah, yeah, jumps on the sidewalk. He's like, oh, it'll be all right. And goes inside and pajama pants are walking around <laughs> everywhere. It's it's a scene. Five minutes before close at the Dollar General and where were we at? What town? Marlowe. Marlowe, Illinois is a is a sight to behold on a on a Thursday night. So we leave from there and it was pretty much a downhill struggle for the next five stands. We did not hear or see a dog, period. Um, we didn't well, I take that back. We heard one that was way off over, down there at the pasture. Remember, it was way back behind us. Did y'all have permission or just public land? No, it's, oh, you can't public land hunt at night. Oh. Um, we was all permission, all farms that he can hunt on. And uh, so we we pretty much chalked it up as a lost about probably 1 o'clock, 1 a.m. We was tired anyway, driving all day. Um, next morning, right at daylight, wake up, uh, both of us up, excited. We go on an adventure that I've never I've never done this before. We go shed hunting. And I'm gonna tell you what, and Cody can vouch for this. One of the funnest things I've ever done in my life is is go and hunt sheds. I mean hunt them. I've never went out specifically looking. You know, we're always looking for them and maybe mm-hmm. pick well, one or two up. Well, you see on social media and the guys that yeah. do it and the guys that are really good at it and have the dogs, et cetera. And, and, and I was looking forward to doing it because I, a couple of years ago, I actually bought a chocolate lab and was like, gung-ho that I was going to go up there because it's tough here. I feel like in, in Georgia, mm-hmm. at least or in the south, um, we find a few here and there. But as far as going and actually going after them, um, I was fired up about it. And it was – I agree with Alex. It was absolutely a blast. I, I Think about all the farms that we didn't hit. Well, we the went, food plots that we didn't hit that we just didn't have time to actually to go to, but we went to some standing beans and it was like well, we went to the standing beans and we walked them and it was it was pretty easy. Cody found one pretty quick. I mean, within thirty thirty five minutes, yeah. we had our first one. We're like, holy cow, it's gonna be easy as could be, and then we didn't find anything in that field. Yeah. Uh, but I told him walking over to the woods, I said, you know, we're gonna have to hunt these sheds like we hunt deer. We're going to have to get in there where they travel, find out. They're not just going to randomly. Beanfield, yeah, there could be one fall off. When we did that, we went down there. We found a I, – I was walking into a little pinch point there, and I said, hey, I got one. And he immediately said, hey, I got one. And it was a matching set. And they were fresh. I mean, oh, they, yeah, still they still had, had the, the calcium buildup on the Yeah, I mean, you could see they were a fresh set that fell off. Yeah, so You know, I meant to tell you, and maybe I did, but um, Mark and I were talking about this, and you know his camera was set up. Did I tell you that when mm-hmm. we were standing there? Mm-hmm. That was that exact crossing that we were getting all those pictures of those big velvet deer. <laughs> was that where the grinder head went in? That's it was, the, that exactly, is exactly yeah. where the grinder went <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, the grinder head actually cut up a pretty good one. Yeah, um, I found it over in a thousand pieces. It no. was cut all the – but we walked a ditch, and we each got on each side of the ditch, and we were kind of about, hey, guys one yeah. hey got one and they were i mean we wild. found uh, quite a few and i, I got to get those pictures the, the off my gopro back? yeah we brought them all back and we went over to another piece of ground um that they had hunted in and we looked and didn't find anything there but we found a skunk we did run up on a, on a big old skunk and it had just sprayed and man that joker stunk i mean we was really avoiding that <laughs> But we didn't find a, a whole lot. We found nine, which I thought was pretty good. But we found a couple from last year. We found two. I um, found a deadhead too, didn't you? Two. Found two deadheads. We actually found three. Three dead. Yeah, that's true. Uh, probably a, a doe. Um, and, well, we found one doe that had been shot that somebody had lost. And we found two Shout nice, out nice bucks that were that were dead. You think those deer, those bucks were off Jared's? I, I don't think they were killed during deer. I, I don't think they were shot during deer season. I think um, – I don't really know what to think. I mean, I think Brock kind of painted a picture of what his some of southeast of there what what they're finding because they shed hunt pretty often. It seems like I I, I think that um 
no disease, no nothing like that. I think they just got beat up really bad at the end of season. They just had a really down. late po- rundown, had a late postseason, and I think well, they had you a remember really, that really, really bad cold that cold spell that, that came through, and they probably came. died. They hadn't been dead You're longer. Talking about than that one month. we hunted in, yeah, the one we <laughs> well, went no, in. I'm talking about no, the one that put were, me and Josh out of going. When they were going to go oh. up there, and I would say that those deer date to that. That's probably been probably a month, pretty three close, weeks, something like that. But but the real heavy, the real heavy one that we seen, we walked up on. One whole side was broke, not not the main beam, but one. It, it's two threes broke. were broke completely off, and I really think that um probably rutted down, beat up, yeah. and just and that just couldn't handle storm. that winter snap. That's right. He kind of got wounded, like you said. I mean, because mm-hmm. they were saying what Infection. four foot. They, they had, had like four, four and five foot snow drifts. Oh yeah, there. I mean so in that area that we were finding <clears throat> that that corners this bean foot or, or this area in general, like it, it's a it's a big bedding area. How many did we see through the thermals that day when we were just? Scanning. Oh, I mean, it was just loaded. This one particular, I mean, it was yeah. just loaded. And, with and deer. we walked straight to the spot where we seen those deer that the night before, and boom, found that first shed. It was amazing. I mean, to, to Dallas's point of you hunt. I mean, I feel like you hunt sheds like just like you hunt deer. Once we started doing that, I think we got more successful. And that's on one farm. That's only one farm. Yeah, we, we only we, we only found only, nine on one farm. Yeah. I mean, we only got to hunt that one farm because we literally left from there. Went back to the house, took a shower, and got rid. Because I was like, "Man, we're gonna have to get some rest." You know, we we only slept three hours. Let's take a break, chill out. And so we did. We left from there. And we went to Brock's, and uh, that's when the really the hunting began for us. And you know, shout out to to Brock. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I I met him um, by calling him. Cody and I went up there scouting. I got his father in law's number. Called his father in law looking to hunt a piece of ground. Didn't get it. Told him to tell his son or his son-in-law hunted it. I told him to give me a call, and since then I've been able to build one heck of a friendship with him. Um, he and I talk about once a week. Um, he invited us up there to hunt, and buddy, let me tell you what, ground, he's got it to coyote hunt. Unbelievable! I would. I, I'm going to be there in January next year. Uh, yeah. I'm not going back that late in the season because what we found, and and after talking to people. You're calling a lot of open ground. And when I say open ground, it's 12, 1,400 yards to the other side of a field, and you're trying to call that. And unless they were out there moving around, they weren't going to hear it. There's just no way. And that late in the year when we would howl, they would respond, and we would lay eyes on them. Heck, you could see them walking a ridgeline. They'd be out there walking around, but they would not come in. Hmm. And I think late in the year, they're paired up. They're, they're, we laid eyes on 21 dogs. And let me tell you what, we got to a spot, a little tight-knit area, and we flipped the call on, and I told him on the way in there, I said, we're going straight distress. This was about 2 o'clock, so we weren't zombied by then, but it was was getting late, and I was tired. I mean, but we got to that spot, and Mm -hmm. I I turned it on straight distress, threw it on lightning jack. Something loud, just I said, I'm going to be obnoxious here. I'm going to make them come out. And I was looking in my scanner, and I looked to the left, and this joker is barreling in. And I said, right here to the left, right here to the left. And I spun around, and I thought, ain't no counting down. Ain't nothing else going on. When I get a shot, I'm burning it to the ground. And I did, and I flipped it off, and t- and it tumbled I, her. But I, I think forgot. Brock was saying, Brock went to say, he was going to ask, ask Alex a question, but he said, Alex, bow, and Alex shot him. <laughs> well, he said, Alex, take it, I think is what he was saying. He, okay. Or he was saying that's what he was saying. And he said, Alex, take said it or Alex. whatever. He said, Alex, and I'd done turn the trigger loose. And <laughs> I was not, I wanted to get one killed. And, and that kind of motivated us. Um, and, but it kind of painted a picture of what we probably should have been doing all night and sticking with distress. Everyone had been telling me that they were really aggressive to stay on the vocals. 
I don't know where they were hunting at because it wasn't that way for us. Do you they think it involved. was overhunted where you guys went? I don't necessarily think it was overhunted, but I do think they were pressured. I do think that area gets pressured with hunters. A lot of dog hunters. A lot of dog hunters in that area. Oh, they do? For coyotes? Oh, yeah. yeah. They, oh, yeah, because it's so flat. They can drive down those roads and throw those dogs out on those coyotes and, and hunt them with greyhounds and hounds. And they just run them out? They run them out or pin them down and catch them. Yeah. No kidding. Yep. Bunch of that goes on in but, that but area. But I feel like some of what we witnessed, I mean, I do think that those dogs hear some calls every once in a while, wouldn't you? I but mean, we didn't hunt a tenth of the, the ground. Brock, no. We could the have Brock hunted. have a gun? Yeah, we took uh, we took Chris's gun yep. and let him use it. And oh, so he I got to, he didn't have one. No, 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 no. He got to no, use he one did, of he ours. Was, and, I mean, after the first stand, he he manned it 100%, didn't ask a question. He was solid behind that gun. It was Yeah, he knew what he was but, looking at. But I'll tell you this, too. And they could have, you know, they probably been called to and all that. But you can literally go hunt a piece of ground tonight and and nothing. And you can go back in three days and call in a triple and kill them. I mean, I think a lot of it pay, plays. To, it does. It know. does. And But up there, you're hunting such a vast piece of property. Yeah. that, it, And we've talked about this time and time again. Coyotes get on a cycle of moving. But let me tell you something. If you were judging by the number of rabbits that were up there, Son, they ain't you, no coyote problem. Yeah. I'm talking about rabbits unbelievable amount of rabbits i've never seen so many rabbits in my life well, i mean it, rabbits rats a whole i mean it didn't matter rats where you, you saw i mean they were every coon skunk i mean well yeah we saw some pretty cool skunks <laughs> i got a video and I'll, i'm gonna post it in a couple of days of cody walking out through there trying to get close to a skunk and he's scanning and he no, walks a little bit I, I was trying to get the call and the skunk was on the call yeah <laughs> he was no no you were walking out to put the call out and i was oh, videoing you right. i was videoing it i was like please spray him in this scanner and i was videoing it <laughs> you have to ride with it's it it's a cloud it's a cloud it's it's yeah, it's in the back but we uh we hunted that night and uh right up to daylight. I mean we uh we had hunted and we'd been struggling and everything else and uh we literally pull up to the last day and all right boys, this is gonna be it. And Cody had Cody had said that um we should go there earlier, but we'd pulled up to a spot and Brock said, I think this is a spot and I said, Well, I I, I know Cody really liked that spot over there. I said, Let's go to that spot. So we went, we get there and we're he playing the said, call. No, he said, Hold if on a we minute, see well, some then I'll, yeah, I'll give you a high five here, but if we don't, it's your fault that we didn't see any. And now, needless to say, we'd said at 25, 30 different stands, we'd seen them. Lack <laughs> you know, of success. But they were, we pull up and fire the call off, and it's play and play and play and play, and then there's nothing. And I was like, well, way to go, Mayo. Screwed us on this spot. And uh, I was just scanning, and I said, they ain't no way. <laughs> And I look, and we're hunting down a road. There's a road that goes straight. It's a levee, levee is what yeah. it is, and it's on top of it. And I look, and there's three coyotes coming on a beeline Barely. right to the call. And I was like, I got on my gun and verified it, and I was like, boys, right here, there's three. And I don't know if sleep depredation or, you know, just not hunting together or whatever, but here they come right on into our lap, and we count it down and empty our gun barrels. And my gun jammed, Mayo empties his – Nothing. Brock shooting, we didn't cut a hair. And I was like, and Brock goes, and he said it best after all night. He said, boy, what a swift kick in the nuts that is. <laughs> <laughs> On camera, it's amazing. It's like, it's yeah, and it was, it was to, just yeah. funny to hear, you know. And he was like, man, what an in, in, in experience. I mean, he said, we didn't kill much, but, man, I fell in love with this. This is awesome. Yeah. And we got up the next morning, or we, we didn't even go to bed. I mean, we spent the whole day uh tired i'll just say that we we had a very uh exciting morning and 
we spent the day and the night. It was it was a great time. You know, shout out to Jared for letting us come up there and hunt. And but getting to introduce someone new to it, ah, oh, it was great. And I, he's already been messaging me like, "What kind of scope you got? You know, where can I talk to somebody about one of these?" <clears throat> and if um, a guy like that, he could he could have some unreal, unreal. And I won't I won't tell it now, but I've got something pretty special that I'm gonna. I'm going to get some pictures of if he'll let me this fall when we go back up there of what he found this year. Um, I don't, I'm not going to say what it is, but he found something that's it, – it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen when it comes to this particular item. And and I'm going to leave it at that and kind of kind of tease it um, because if he if he wants me to share that later on in the year and I can get a picture of it, it's it's pretty incre- – it, it's incredible to see. It's so, world class, hands down. Yeah. yeah. So um, – but yeah, great trip. All right, so the basically the rut, coyote rut is over. Oh yeah, now they're yeah, paired and, up. Done. So now they're paired up. Do you think they're? So is it kind of like deer? Do they have like a second rut coming up, or how does that work? I don't think it'll be a second rut. I think it's just they'll start they'll start getting easier to kill when they start denning. It'll go right back to what they. So it was when is before. that time going to kick off? Probably yeah. probably towards May. You gonna go back after May? Heck no, I'm done. You're too hot. I'm done hunting. I am done. I mean, I'll hunt every once in a while. We'll go some nights, but it's just a different level of hunting, man. When you when you burn down that many hours and and I'm done. I've hunted my butt off this year. Yeah. I mean, I've hunted two nights during the week, and then all every week, every weekend since first Jan- of January, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm washing my hands of it for a while, and let the spots refresh. Let some of these let some of these dogs uh, break up and. Just go go kill some. And I'm going to kill some more, but I ain't going like I have been. I've got some stuff I've got to take care of. <laughs> yeah, well, the excitement the excitement definitely. I mean, it was still fun. It was great. It was an awesome trip. But but to go up there on cloud nine, kind of, we had the mindset. Sold myself We're, short for a lot of years, though, not you not having one of them scanners. That's the best tool that I've ever picked up. Yeah. Ain't ne- I'll never do it again without one of those. Because being on that gun scanning all night, and when I can just stand there and yeah, it wears you out. Look, it wears you out enough holding that scanner, and I can't mm. even imagine going back to a gun. Mine was going dead, and I thought, Lord, please don't let this scanner go dead. I don't want to stand here on this gun all night. So, so you think next year you guys will just go back up earlier? Yes, January. We'll be there in January next year, mm-hmm. right at the end of deer So season. does this slow down for all the coyote hunting for most people? Like I think they hammer on them pretty good, and then they'll quit just like we do. I mean, it's it's a seasonal thing. Gotcha. Yeah, there's some guys that are hardcore all year round, but when they pair up, they just establish their hard territories and they're with their mate until they really start breaking up and have pups. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's for everybody. Does, though, that, does um, the male kill the pups? I don't think. I don't think so. No, I don't know if they do or not. I don't know that. I don't. That just gives me any me. more reason to hate them if they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Well, that's about it for me. You gonna trap them? No, I ain't doing no trapping. No. Only thing I'm gonna trap is a, a probably a sandwich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I ain't doing no trapping. I ain't. I'm done. I'm. I'm. My t- attention is gonna go to work for a little bit. I'm gonna try to work and you know watch you boys help y'all do whatever I can with turkey season and and we'll you know we'll hunt some coyotes, but y'all I've better got work y'all to better do. be ready to film. Yeah, I mean that's what we're gonna need. Yeah. Well, I ain't going every weekend. I can tell you that. <laughs> you might want to go. You might be. You can go. Film. I'll tell you what. You go film. I'll go film you turkey hunting. You can go film me coyote hunting all night. That's different. 
That's why is it different? That's a lot different. I ain't staying up all night. Well, I don't want to get up early. <laughs> no, I told you I'd go. We're going to try to do it a little bit, and we'll see what happens. But it'll be – I just I think this weekend really burned our – Did y'all get up. any footage for a video? Uh, we, we got plenty of footage, but is I don't it, know. Is it usable? We just didn't kill <laughs> nothing. I mean, well, that's the thing. There's no – yeah, I can put together a video with everything I got, and it's absolutely usable. We filmed on the way up there, filmed shed hunting. I mean, we took videos while we were out there walking around, but the coyote hunting, if you're looking for an epic coyote hunt video, Boy, that wasn't it. I didn't even get the one I killed on film. I forgot to press record. It happened so fast. I wanted it dead, so. Mm. I, say, I feel like How many deer did y'all see? Oh, buddy, let me tell you, I ain't never seen so many doggone deer in my entire Alex life. Alex said 500. I would, I would venture to say at least. At least. Yeah. I mean, it was ungodly. We seen, I, there's a picture, and I looked at it on my scanner. I've got it on my I phone. I say, I video some through, yeah. I guarantee you they 60, 70 deer standing in front of him and Brock. I took a picture behind him, and the oh, whole yeah. hillside is just cascaded with deer. Let me ask you this, Mayo. Did, did you have a, I, I don't know, when you, when you went there, because you deer hunt all the time, did the land look different, or did you learn anything that you're going to apply towards this upcoming deer season? Absolutely, 100%. How many times did I say that? This oh, my looks God, so this just looks so much different. Yeah, hands down. I, I, we didn't have a whole lot of time to do it, but I would love to go up there. And, and Mark and I had this conversation today, actually. I may plan – I'd love to go up there and do a, do a, a, a full-blown coyote hunt like we did. Um, but I would like to go up there again this time of year, maybe even wait just a little bit longer, maybe mid-March. You know, catch it right as everything's coming back out of dormancy, but go up there and just beat down bedding areas. Is that uh, what you – did you notice more beds and trails because everything was like – Well, some, you know? well, some of those bedding areas, you're like, God, I ain't walking through that. Some of those honeysuckle patches and, you know, mm-hmm. I don't say briar patch because the majority up there ends up being a lot of honey, uh, you know, suckle patches. But um, I ain't going to say you could walk right through them, but they were a heck of a lot easier walking then than they, than they were during the season. Did you find new spots that you might deer hunt now? Again, didn't really spend a whole, whole lot of time or as much time as what I would like to, but I feel like a man could go up there and you could benefit 100%. I would almost rather go up there and scout. I'm not saying I'm going to do this, but I would rather go up there and scout what Alex and I were able to see this past weekend than going up there midsummer like we traditionally do and hang cameras and and have like a work weekend. You know what I mean? I think you Mm -hmm. can learn more this time of year than you can in in summer, hands down. Gotcha. Um, I got one more question. How was it not running those suppressors? It sucked. It is <laughs> absolutely miserable. Yeah, that, that, it that absolutely is. was. It was a terrifying experience to think. And that's another thing. We all had earplugs in because when we shot, nope, I was not. Oh, doing so y'all it. wore earplugs the whole time? Yes, I had well, earplugs it, in my tra- ears. Transition There's, coming in and out. Yeah, it just wouldn't. It, it, it's you get used to one thing and you do it for so many hours that we've done it, my especially ears the past couple getting, months. No, and no. we did it for years without suppressors and didn't think. Well, I, I mean, I thought, I don't know about you, but I usually well, had my ears busted. Again, so. You just get used to something and well, it's 16 good. 16 inch barrel piece of crap you had <laughs> busting my ears. At least mine stuck out far enough to get away from me. I everybody. busted yours with a long barrel, too, one time, but we won't talk about I'll that. I'll say that one that, that well, shot. He was to the you. right and behind when we spun around. So, yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm but sure. I moved up. I got in front. I was, I was, I was, there was no chance. I was not. Brock said, well, I know you drove all this way from Georgia. I wanted you to shoot it. And I said, it didn't matter if you told Cody, Alex, whatever to shoot. I was shooting. There was no doubt. He he went to say, Alex, I rolled my safety off. And as it rolled off, I thought I shot for God's sakes because Alex shot so fast. (laughs) As soon as I got around there and got it squared up and. It was just, I mean, I literally flat out missed. I went back and watched the video. I thought, God, how embarrassing is this? This is just a terrible shot. But 
I'm good, brother. I'm, I'm glad y'all had a safe trip and got back safe. And well, turkey season good memories will, made. Have, will have almost uh, got started when this one drops. And uh, yeah, it'll be close. And we it'll be uh, close. I, I ain't wait. said it in a while, but I'm excited. We got, <laughs> we got some stuff coming, and I'm pumped. Well, well, new things coming for sure. I think for a turkey hunter and a, a somebody that really wants to take turkey hunting serious for their calling game, the next guest that's going to be teed up oh, on absolutely. this absolutely is going to be a good one to it's going to be a good one to listen to. Well, like I said, it's it's fun to fun to had this year and the experience that we've had this year hunting. You know, Cody and I've hunted a, an extreme amount of time together. We've got to hunt with a guy, a guy, a Bentley Bagwell, a friend of ours. He bought him a scope and. Josh has hunted with us some, and it's been it's been a great experience. But I'm ready to pass the dang torches on to you boys, turkey hunt, and let y'all do some killing. Because I'm, I'm I'm ready for the torch, son. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping y'all can stack them. I mean, I hope y'all I hope y'all have an amazing amazing season, and and you know, that goes for everybody out there that's going to be turkey hunting this year. I hope it's a, a safe and happy season, and and when this uh, when this thing comes about, it's going to be a lot of fun to to see what's going on, but. As we said, we appreciate everyone for tuning in tonight. It's been a been a great experience, um, and uh, y'all come back and be with us when you can. As Nick said, if you got any questions on going out of state, got any ideas, or just want to run it by him and see what he thinks about going to a certain state, make sure you reach out to him. Cody's got a great experience planned up. I'm sure Mayo and Mark have got some cool things that they're going to be working on this year, and uh, we got some great boys that's coming along as big turkey hunters themselves. So. For everyone here at Talk About It Outdoors, we want to thank you for coming and being with us again tonight. And we want to remind you to smile as you go, but don't forget, mount the memories.